Welcome to Leadership Legacy Radio, where, where you inspire you to live your dreams, and encourage you to take massive action, and be your authentic and genuine self. We, we focus on three pillars. That's empowering youth, equipping leaders, and enriching marriages so that you can go out and dominate your space. If you're ready to dominate, you're listening to the right show. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio. <laughs> check us out let us know where you check where in the world you are checking in from did the other thing not work i didn't put it up just yet oh, okay. all right all right today talking to you about one of the five keys one of the five keys all right wait till facebook lets you know that we're live Again, let us know where you're checking in from. All right. How you guys doing tonight? Feeling good? Sharita's going to start us off tonight. She's going to let us know one of the five keys. Yes. She's going to play with your emotions a little bit, and then she'll let you know one of the five keys. All right? <laughs> what do you mean, play with your emotions? <laughs> All right, cool, cool. So, uh, what what do you? So let let me start here. So, what do you think is one of the most essential um, components? One of the keys to a successful relationship and marriage. That was to you. That was for them. Yeah, that for was me. for you. I don't oh, know. Well, what I mean, yeah. yeah I let know let us know. Think. Let us know what you think. Yes. So, what what are one of the essential keys to a successful marriage and relationship let us know there's so many different things um christian and i um you know he put up there one of five and that today we're going to be talking about one of the five things that we feel like are keys to a successful relationship but even hey, with randy christian even Carl, with going over Teresa. those um those things, the top things that we found, um, oftentimes we feel like, okay, different points in our relationship, some can be more important than another. Um, Christian may Absolutely. feel like something else is more important than, um, than I feel. You know, I may rank the number one thing as something different from him, even though we're in the same relationship. So that's also important to know, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let us know what your thoughts are. What do you think um, is one of the essential or a key to success to a successful relationship? We're waiting for your comments. Which I'm not sure how many. Um, I see a few people live. Have. Yeah, a few people joining us live right now. So if we don't get any comments, we will just jump right into it. Um, we are going to discuss today before you tell them oh <laughs> um i was just gonna say maybe start with uh kind of like an example yeah. and that way you can kind of you go for that okay that's not my thing all right so so um <laughs> <laughs> so um if you are to 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 be in a a a long relationship one that is um built on 
you know, a solid foundation, one that's, um, you know, not only fulfilling, but meaningful. Um, there's certain things that you need to do in that relationship. And so um, oftentimes we take very little things that um, occur in our relationship for granted. And what we try to do is give you guys practical practical things to apply to your relationship, practical things that has helped us um, in our marriage and practical things that, that we believe are essential to a relationship. So, um, you know, um, oftentimes the, the message sent isn't the message received. Um, and so, so whose fault is that? Um, if I was to say, you know, um, so it's my day to do the laundry. I go and I do the laundry and, um, when I pull out the laundry, there's a, uh, a a pen in one of the pockets. There was some money and there was some headphones. All right. And this is in, in a few people's pockets. So we have five people in the house. Um, doesn't matter whose pockets it in. It, it's in. Whose fault is it? All right. Is it the person washing or is it the person that left them in there? And it really depends on, you know, where where your mindset is at. Well, you know, you, you may say, well, it should be the person that's doing the laundry. Well, the person that's doing the laundry may be thinking, well, you should have been emptying your pockets. So that's super important because it, it leads leads you down the uh, the path of understanding, right? We often do what I like to call the path of least resistance, all right? The thing that's easiest, well, it's your fault because you left your stuff in there. Well, it's your fault because... You know, it, it'll be the, the person's fault that, that like, like for me, if, if, if I felt like it was an accident, I was doing the laundry, I'll say it's your fault for leaving it in there, you know, and Sharita can do the same, the same thing and say, well, it was your fault because you were doing the laundry. Who's right? And so that all stems from what we want to talk about tonight, you know, it, it, it's critical that you have a good understanding of each other. It's critical that you um, build a good relationship, but it's going to be surrounded on, on what we believe are these five key principles. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to share one with you tonight. So you got to stay tuned so, to get the rest of them. Yep. So today we want to focus on communication. And that's what Christian just described right there is the importance of communication in a relationship. And this is a skill that every one of us needs Mm -hmm. in a relationship. And to be very honest, any kind of relationship, whether it's a relationship with your spouse, whether it's a relationship with your children, a relationship with your parents, co-workers, whomever, this is a, a very, very critical skill that we all need to continue to build. Like some of us are naturally just good at communicating, but Mm. we still need to learn and grow and get better um, in this area. And it's just one of those things that no matter how long you've been in this relationship, no matter how new the relationship is, because I think about, you know, people that are newly married, they may say, hey, We just love each other so much. We'll never say anything bad or, you know, unloving to the other person. And okay, you do not need this right now. Come Mm -hmm. back and watch this video or some other kind of teaching maybe a month from now or 
two months from now or sometimes, you know, even a week. So this is important no matter how long you've been married, no matter what kind of relationship you are in. You know, we we, we all need to work on communication. It's vital to uh, relationships. So the first tip that we want to give you comes from James 1.19. And it says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. That's our tip right there. James 1.19, it tells us right there, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. Because by nature, as humans, we are the exact opposite of that. We are slow to listen, quick to speak, and quick to become angry. So, we don't want to listen to what other people have to say. We want people to listen to what we have to say. Oftentimes, we when we're when we do listen to people, it's to formulate a response to what they're saying. <laughs> and most oftentimes, a lot of us are just quick to get offended, to get angry about something and take stuff personally. And so we're getting angry very quickly. He does. So it's super important to remember that. Like that's just the basics, the basics of good communication, being <laughs> quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. And like I said, by human nature, we are just naturally, we do the opposite. So we have to force ourselves. We have to practice doing the opposite of that. Absolutely. Right? Do you have anything? Yeah. So, you know, um, it's, it's so funny because I wish I could like, I wish I could just go and like draw on Sharita so that I can highlight this. So, so why is it, do you think that we were blessed with two ears and one mouth? You have two ears, one mouth. Mm -hmm. And you were blessed with that because you have a keen ability to not only listen, but understand the message that's being given to you. Oftentimes, Sharita, you know, hit the nail right on the head. We are not listening for understanding. We're not listening for wisdom. We're not listening for um, communication standpoint. We're listening with the, with the intent that I'm already formulating the answer in my head. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've tried to do, and um, I started doing this recently, and I don't think um, anybody's really picked up on it, but anytime I'm talking, I'll start counting now. And listen to what I've done. If I can interrupt your thought pattern, I can get you to focus to what I'm saying. So we're having a conversation and I know that you want to get a response out. So I'll say five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> and people don't realize what's going on. They're like, why are you counting? Okay, back to what I was saying. And what you're doing is you're interrupting their thought pattern so that they can focus and forget what they were thinking so that they can listen and they can listen with intent. Mm -hmm. Now, these are some of the things that I've learned to just help me better become a communicator because sometimes I'm going to answer most of the questions that you're asking in what I'm saying. Unfortunately, um, in, in, the, in the sight of a child or in the sight of your spouse, if they want to get something out, they already have an answer in their head. And this is, this is typical, and I'm, and I'm sorry to say this, but this is typical for men. We have the answer. Like if Sharita comes to me with a problem, I already know how to fix it. I already know how to fix it and give her 10 steps to never let it happen again. Mm -hmm. But guess what? That's not why she's talking to me. Mm -hmm. 
She's talking to me to have somebody to listen to. That's it. Most of the time, she will be telling me what's going on. She'll be telling me what she did. And then she'll tell me what she did. She can do better in the future. And then she will tell me if she was to do this plan, she will basically just ask, what are your thoughts on that? So she has the problem, talked about the, the, the situation, provided a solution, and then asked for feedback. If you do that in every conversation you have, problems are solved most of the time without any argument. That's awesome. And you just, you got to understand the difference or just recognize that there's a difference between, you know, men and women uh, communicating. I heard um, someone say recently, like how when women communicate with each other, you know, if I'm talking to my husband, you know, he's going to, he used to, he, he's, he does a lot better job at it now, but Ooh. he used to try to automatically just, you know, solve the problem, whatever issue I'm bringing to him. But, you know, if I, if I talk to one of my girlfriends or my sisters or somebody else, you know, another female, you know, most oftentimes we're feeding off of each other's emotions. We're not trying mm-hmm. to fix the problem. I'm trying to, I'm trying to feel what you're feeling. So you got two women, oh, they did what? And then they trying to, you know, feel that same rage and emotion that you're feeling. So it's definitely a difference in communicating, you know, as women and as men. Absolutely. But, and you know, what's cool is, you know, Eric, you know, put this comment, he said, you know, uh, I'm learning so much from you guys. And what's, what's, What's awesome is as we're sharing these things, we're learning so much from our viewers as well. Um, you know, oftentimes we don't realize that, you know, the things that we're thinking, how it can, it can not only benefit others, but how the, the, the perspective of others can help and enhance our awareness. You know, like if I was to only think the way that I think and not take into consideration what Sharita thinks or what she's talking about, oftentimes, I can go down, you know, a very like, you know, a misguided, you know, path and then come back and then go into a big argument. So taking the time to listen, taking the time to understand and, and communicate that you understand what that person is is, is trying to, to give you is, is very important to your relationship. Yep. So then this, the first tip was uh, from James 119, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. The second tip is that arguing is ineffective. Mm. We feel like <laughs> as human beings that we're going to accomplish something by arguing, by getting into an argument with um, the other person, but arguing does nothing. It's ineffective. Never have I ever seen someone argue with somebody and then the person that they were arguing with turn around and say, oh, that's a good point. I'm changing my whole perspective and my mind about this whole situation because you were just yelling at me or because you were arguing with me. Like arguing is ineffective, but as human beings, for some reason, we love, love to argue. You know, if I'm trying to persuade someone or convince someone to to believe what I believe or to to think what I'm thinking or understand what I'm thinking, we automatically feel like, okay, I got to argue with that person. I got to argue against what they're believing. I got to argue against what they're saying. And that's not going to accomplish anything. Arguing with somebody is not going to, if I tell Christian, (laughs) you know, 
blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I just get on, you know, we've never had a disagreement where he's like, oh, babe, yes, all that arguing just helps so much. My whole <laughs> mind is just changed by what you're saying. And I, I completely agree with you. Like most of the time when you're arguing with somebody, you get into an argument with somebody, they no longer want to listen to anything you have to say. It's important for us. It's important for us to communicate because you can get your point across and then you leave the rest. The rest is out of your hands. You cannot convince somebody by arguing with them to agree with you or to understand your point. That's mm-hmm. it's ineffective. Ineffective. And, um, you know, Desi brings up a great point. She says, have you guys experienced arguing with someone who thinks that they're winning the argument because they're getting louder now i don't i don't want to laugh because um this has happened way too often where somebody thinks hey this you know uh you're wrong because x and then you're like oh okay and and what i've done now is tell me why you know i i want to entertain this conversation tell me why and then they go through and then after they're finished they're like and I'm like, do you feel better? Right. And then they're like, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking, you didn't make any point. All you did was show that you were arguing for no reason. Like, it, it was literally nothing was accomplished. However, now let me show you this. The way that I was calm with you mm-hmm. helped us get to a... A more reasonable level. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I that I that I um, I tried to do, um, and I, I, I I'm going to share this story. And um, my my wife used to work in um, in um, in in the mental health profession. And um, one of the things that I had I had tried to do is I wanted to become better at dealing with difficult people. I wanted to to be able to handle people in that specific you know example that Desi just brought up. And what ended up happening is I had went into her job and I said, hey, you guys have an anger management class, right? Can I sign up? And then I thought it was a great idea. And she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know, because most people that go in there, they have anger management issues. I was trying to get better. So she was like, listen, to just get better, you know, just continuously deal with it. So what I did is I became what we call in the medical profession, a patient advocate. And what I, w- what I noticed is um, as people would get upset with my staff and they would try to raise their voice or explain why they were upset. One of the things that I quickly realized is if I spoke to them in a calm voice, they in turn became calm and they in turn came to my level. So I don't know if you guys remember this a few weeks ago or maybe a couple of days ago, I had mentioned you need to be the dominating energy in the room. And so it's not often that you need to go to a high level unless you're trying to inspire, motivate, you know, get people fired up. Sometimes you need to bring them down. And so what I started doing is I started talking to people in a very caring, compassionate manner. And I would help them come down to, to a level that we could understand each other. We can communicate. And what I noticed is as I did that, the people around me were like, you're pretty good at doing this. And I was like, I've, I've had a lot of practice because my wife is really good at this and I, I want to get better at communicating with others. And so as I started doing that, you know, I would, I would get a lot of comments. And what I learned is that when I first started doing the job, there was like one or two instances where 
I went to their level and nothing was accomplished. I mean, nothing was accomplished. It, it was almost like, what's going on? And then finally, I was able to kind of like, okay, this isn't going nowhere. I get, I, I came, I became more calm. I became more myself and I was able to help, but it helped. It took me like maybe two times of a very like irate patient to learn that and, and kind of go through that. Like I knew what I needed to do, but like they instantly like were, were attacking my staff and I'm not okay with that. Like there's two things that you don't want to do is one attack my team and then one attack my family. Those are the two things that I, that I tend to kind of like, you, you, you're treading lightly. I need you to tread lightly. Like this is a really sensitive subject right here. I need you to tread lightly, but I've become really good at being able to, to, to articulate what I want to so that people can understand this is not beneficial. Let's let's understand what the real problem is. Right. And and oftentimes it wasn't even the staff or the that specific instance. Mm-hmm. It was something else, you know, marital problems or money problems. Something it was something personal. different yeah. that was personal to them. Yeah. yeah. And exactly, you know, what you're describing is um is our next point actually. You know, it goes into arguing being ineffective, but it also describes our third point. So the first one was be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. James 1:19. The second point was that arguing is ineffective. And the third point comes from Proverbs 15 and 1. It says, "A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So that's what Christian is, you know, describing a gentle answer. You're welcome. It turns away wrath. (laughs) It turns away wrath. So not responding, not adding fuel to the fire. So if somebody Mm -hmm. comes to you at a level 10 in their anger and their emotions, and then you turn right back at them at a 10, it, it's going to stir up even more anger. And that's what that, uh, scripture is talking about. And these uh, next few things, next two uh, things we're going to go over are actually going to give some additional ways to help not uh, stir up anger and to uh, turn away wrath and just to respond with the gentle answer. So typically, first of all, if somebody's yelling or just frustrated or getting really angry at you when y'all communicating, that's because that person feels like they're not being heard. So mm-hmm. if I get louder, just like Desi, you know, was saying, if I get louder, then I'm going to feel like my point is getting across mm-hmm. or I'm winning this argument because I'm getting louder. You know, typically if somebody's yelling, they don't feel like they're being heard. Do you hear so, me now? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if you when when that person is talking and you respond, like Christian said, with a gentle answer in a gentle way, if you, when you're listening to them, if you listen It's called reflective listening. If you listen with intention or listen Mm -hmm. with the intent to understand what they're saying and, and, and just be deliberate about just only listening, not trying to formulate a response. When you do that, you're just reflecting back to them what you've heard. So what you're saying is X, Y, and Z. You're reflective listening. It's called reflective listening. And it's not just basically repeating what they said to them. Mm -hmm. It's just in your own words. So what I hear you saying is Mm -hmm. that you feel like I'm not understanding where you're coming from. You feel like I'm spending more time, too much time doing something else versus spending time with you. You don't feel appreciated. So whatever 
whatever it is that they're saying in your own words, you're reflecting it back to them and just listening completely, fully listening to what they're saying. And a great thing to do here is if you say it with, with, um, with an inquisitive nature, um, if I'm hearing you correctly, mm-hmm. if I understood what you said, people tend to be like, wow, what a gr- really good listener. Mm-hmm. You know, he is making sure that he understands what I'm saying mm-hmm. or she's making sure. Powerful. Because you don't ever want to be talking to somebody and feel like everything you said was not even heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I like what um, what Eric uh, just said. Can you put that up there? Because yeah. I want to... Um, Eric says, arguing is ineffective, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. One person will need to step back and be level-headed. Yep. That's absolutely right. So even if you're the type of person where you're, you're like, okay, well, I don't argue. I'm a peaceful person. You may not. You know, when yep. we say arguing is ineffective, Absolutely. you may not be the type of person that starts arguments. Some of us like starting arguments more than other people. Some people mm-hmm. initiate arguments. Sometimes we'll just find ourselves in arguments. Yes. You know, some of us like starting them. Some of us just find ourselves, you know, in them. <laughs> and, you know, it's really nothing that you can, you know, you end up finding yourself in those situations, just like, um, yeah, I like what Gary said. He, you know, he said, uh, you know, what we hear is important and what others hear us say is also important. Ooh, so wee, that is <laughs> what is said is not always the message that is spoken is not always the message that's received. Mm-hmm. So it's important that, you know, as you communicate, as you become a better communicator, as you become an expert communicator, that you are able to not only articulate your thoughts, but also be able to do a great job reflective listening because just because you can communicate well doesn't mean you can listen well. Mm-hmm. So you need to be able to understand that and make sure that you're able to you know give that back. That's one of the things that we've felt has helped our relationship mm-hmm. um, because sometimes you know you know we've we've been in a situation where we're talking and I know I've cut myself like maybe like checking my phone and Sharita's like she'll walk away because you know I just checked my phone. And we need to stop doing that. Like, listen, you having a conversation, set it to the side. But one thing that I've done well is, is try to kind of like, okay, here's what I heard you say. You know, let me know if I missed anything. You know, I, I thought I heard this, you know, because I want to make sure like just because I checked my phone doesn't mean that I didn't listen. So although that's a bad example, that's a great illustration of what you need to be able to do. Like, you don't want to be checking your phone just to check your phone. All right. right. So bad on like Chris. You're tuning, yeah. You just you're tuning like you're tuning out. that person out. So a good way we're, we're all talking about Proverbs 15 and one, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So a good way to do that is to respond in a very calm way, mm-hmm. you know, not add fuel to the fire and also to do some reflective listening. So when the person is talking, repeat back to them what they just said to you in your own words, reflect back what Mm -hmm. you heard. So what I hear you saying is X, Y, and Z. And another good thing to do is also to validate, validate that person's feeling. So regardless of whether or not you agree with that person or not, it's important to validate someone's feelings and not to dismiss someone's feelings. So if someone is talking to you or your spouse is talking to you or someone in general, 
um, is talking to you and they tell you, oh, I feel sad or I'm mad or I'm this or that. I can't turn around and tell Christian, oh, you're not mad about that or that doesn't make you sad. I can't do that. I can't tell him that that doesn't make him sad. Sometimes people can be extra. You know what I mean? Like sometimes people can just be dramatic with, you know, some of the things. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. We're not, you're not necessarily agreeing with them because sometimes, you know, for example, my kids, they can tell, they can be all extra when you give them a consequence or a punishment or tell them to do something. I'm not going to dismiss how you feel. But it doesn't mean that I'm agreeing with you. Mm -hmm. So when you validate somebody's feelings, you're just saying, okay, so, you know, you feel upset. You know, this makes you upset and I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, this makes you mad or X, Y, and Z. But you can't tell somebody, oh, you don't feel that way. When you're talking to somebody and somebody say, oh, well, you always are on your phone. You know, if I'd use Mm -hmm. that as an example, oh, you're always on your phone. And that just, that just makes me feel, or, you know, I just get upset when you do that. Okay. So it's making you upset. So you're validating my feelings and you're not just, you know, dismissing that feeling, so to speak. Because as soon as I say you're always, the first thing that typically that person's going to go and look for is that one time that they didn't, they're going to remember that (laughs) they're going to go back and say, oh no, I don't always do that. So we also have to be careful with that you always, or you this, or you that, which goes back, which goes to our next point with the you versus us that we wanted to talk about. Man. So, so one of the thing is, one of the things that you want to remember is like, you do not want to have a very defensive posture. And that's what this happens. When you say you, um, or, or even if you say, I feel, I feel like you're always on your phone. (laughs) You never do the laundry. Those are very like aggressive comments and they're uh, they're they're very they put the person on the fence and then what you do is now you're going back and forth however the best way to do it is i think it's important that when we have a conversation that we um make sure that we set our phones aside so that we can better communicate um it's important for us to you know share responsibilities in the household you know, um, you know, if I'm doing laundry and you get home, is it, it, um, do you mind starting dinner? That comes across completely different than you saying, when you get home, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. Not well received, not at all, not in the, that, not in the slightest. That's coming to someone like we all, you know, have heard before and heard it said you, it's important to come to somebody with a solution and not with a problem. And yes. when you come to somebody with a problem, by saying, oh, this isn't being done or this is being done incorrectly, then that person is automatically going to get on the defense and they're going to try to justify whatever it is. We're not going to work together to try to come up with a solution. We're not going to work together to try to to, to work through this and to grow together and get better. We're just going to, like Christian said, go back and forth and we're not going to, nothing effective or beneficial is going to happen at that place. When you're going to somebody, you're pointing fingers and you're coming to them with a problem, come to them with a solution, come to them with the, because guess what? If you're in a relationship and no matter what kind of relationship that is, parent, child, husband, spouse, 
or husband, wife, you know, friend, you know, whatever the case is, whatever kind of relationship that is, you want to be able to work together. Like we're not going to be, you know, on the defense and just going back and forth and on different teams. So we want to come up with something that's going to be beneficial and helpful for us to move forward so that we're not continuing in the same kind of space, in the same kind of environment, whatever it is we need to do, we, we need to do this together. So even if you're, you're feeling like it's your problem or, you may you may feel that deep down inside even if it's one person's problem we both have to work on it together in order for us to move forward because otherwise we're going to be stuck and you don't want to be stuck absolutely and you know um eric brings up a great point and so does desi so eric said you know um you know the biggest problem is listening um you know, for him, he was saying sometimes it's the, dependent on the person. Um, he tunes out the message. So I can bring this up on the screen for you guys to see that. Um, basically, you know, what this is something that I've had, I've had, I have had to get good at. I, what I try to do is if, if the, if the messenger, if I don't agree with the messenger, what I try to do is pick out one or two points that resonate with me. And then I reflect them back, like Sharita was saying. So my, my understanding is that you, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, um, am I hearing you correctly? Um, and then instantly it's, it's I break down barriers. Because if you always tune this person out, what tends to happen is they're going to come to you with something. They're going to come to you with something very simple and they're going to see if you're listening. So you got to be very mindful of, of how you... Um, you know, communicate with others. You know, remember, this is all about communicating um, and, and, you know, building your marriage the right way. But it's also an essential component of life. You know, whether it's on the job, with your kids, with your friends, you know, um, anywhere in life, you need to become a good communicator. So making sure that not only you communicate well, but you listen appropriately, right? Because sometimes, you know, some of the people that we don't want to listen to have something important for us to hear, right? So just because the messenger maybe isn't your cup of tea doesn't mean you need to tune them out at all times. So get what you can, get the points out of it. I remember this was something that I that I had struggled with when I was when I was really young in my career because sometimes the people that were and this goes back to yesterday's, you know, message like they weren't living their message. So that really hurt me like you cannot tell me that I need to be, you know, a, a great leader when you're not, you know, emulating the things that you're you're saying. You're not modeling what you want me to do. Like, and, and that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like you're saying, you know, don't be a liar, but you're lying. Like you're you're sitting here doing the same thing that you're not you're not that you don't want me to do. So it's important that you don't always tune out the messenger, right? Mm-hmm. So be 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 intentional. And identify some key points in what they're delivering. Mm-hmm. Can you pull up what Desi yeah. says? I want to um, talk about that one. So um, Desi says, if I cannot respond appropriately, I will be quiet because I know myself. Unfortunately, it has made folks upset, but I'd rather hold my tongue than say something I cannot take back. And mm-hmm. you know what? That's exactly what you need to do. Wisdom right, right there. That wisdom. is <laughs> absolute wisdom. Yes. I, um, I read somewhere that, you know, when you're at that point where it's not going to be a beneficial conversation, you need to take a break. And it typically takes about six hours for you to get to that point where you can readdress that conversation. So that's a long time. So you have to remember to actually go back and address it. So it's not left, you know, 
incomplete and you know unfinished and you got unfinished business so when you see each other again okay you know where 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 did we leave off still hot you know yes you're still (laughs) hot so you have to make sure that you that you intentionally take that step back so that you can address it in a in a beneficial way and we're not just going back and forth and arguing because sometimes when you do that you can argue for (laughs) 30 minutes, an hour, and, you know, just go back and forth with somebody and get absolutely nowhere. If I'm going to spend 30 minutes or an hour at the end of that, I want that situation to be resolved. And a lot of times if we're both heated, if I'm angry and you're angry, that gentle answer isn't turning away wrath, you know, because you're not responding with a gentle answer, then we're going to argue and we're going to get absolutely nowhere. And I ain't got time for that. Like, I don't. I could be doing something else. That 30 minutes, I could have been doing mm. something else. Well, so one of my favorite sayings, um, as we as we bring this one in for a landing. So we today we talked about, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak, making sure you understand that arguing is ineffective and that a gentle answer turns away wrath. Um, understand that communication is a two-way street. It's not linear is not just one way it's parallel so what that means is you know we hit on this tonight you know message sent may not be message received so make sure that you're communicating um make sure that you're 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 articulating a message of love when you're listening make sure you're listening with intent for understanding for wisdom not to answer um and then make sure that uh, with everything my mom always told me, if you don't have nothing nice to say, this speaks to Desi's point, don't say nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, there's exactly. been a few conversations that I've just left where I have not said anything. And I felt like I was better for it. I really wanted to say something. But I felt like even if I was right, even if the message was powerful, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been received. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you guys understand that, um, you know, this walk of life takes a lot of wisdom, takes a lot of growth, takes a lot of experience. Um, and, and I would argue with, with most people when they say experience is the best teacher, evaluated experience is the best teacher. And that means me learning from the mistakes that Sharita makes, me learning from the mistakes that I've made and then sharing with others so that they cannot make those same mistakes. A lot of people want to, I, I want to live my life. I want to, you know, go through that. Well, why go through it when you can grow through it? Um, because you getting the lessons from us helps you grow through it so that you don't have to experience experience it for yourself. And the only other thing that I would um, just kind of throw out there and just for everybody that has commented and engaged in the, um, in the discussion is that a lot of these tips are intended for somebody that you are in a relationship with or want to build a relationship with. Absolutely. So just because, you know, somebody random, you know, wants to argue with you doesn't mean you need to go back and resolve that. You can completely do exactly what, you know, Desi does. Desi said, walk away and you don't ever have to go back because it's ha- it has been people that I know, okay, you just trying to start something and I'm going to walk away. And guess what? I won't be back. We, me and you will not be having many other conversations, if any at all, you know, it will just be a high and by if I have to see you, if I have to encounter you because we're, you know, we live on the same, you know, installation or what have you or in the same community or work in the same facility. 
other than that, we don't have to work on these things. These things are intended for somebody that you want to build a relationship, improve your relationship with, keep your relationship healthy. So communication is a key to relationships and not everybody do you, um, are we called to have a relationship with? So uh, if you guys, if this message has resonated with you guys, you know, go out, check out our marriage cookbook website. Um, we're going to be putting a lot of con- um, content out for you guys. Um, this is coming directly from our marriage cookbook, um, which is going to be released um, in the near future. Um, a lot of the, the content is from, again, just understanding, doing some surveys, and we're going to be sending out some surveys to get some feedback from you guys. You know, um, was this helpful? Was this beneficial? Um, let us know. Um, if you're watching the replay, let us know. Hashtag replay. Let us know if this resonated with you. If there's something that you want to talk about, um, you know, we're going to be using a lot of these as as, as um, a platform to, to not only um, educate couples because our heart is with married couples. Um, we also want to invest in leaders and in youth because with Leadership Legacy, you know, it's it's all about taking care of people and genuinely wanting to help them. So we want to help marriages. We want to enrich marriages. We want to develop leaders and then empower youth. That That is our goal. That is our vision. Um, that's why we do what we do. Um, that's our passion. That's uh, why we do what we do. So we thoroughly enjoyed you guys tonight. Um, have a great evening. And um, we look forward to um, seeing you guys tomorrow. tomorrow Good night. Thank you for listening to Leadership Legacy Radio with your host, Chris Martinez. We appreciate you tuning into our show today and checking out our podcast. Make sure you subscribe. To find more information out about us, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Leadership Legacy. You can also follow us on Instagram at Leadership Legacy. Also in the description of this podcast, we're putting a free gift for our listeners. You'll get our Never Give Up ebook. That's 70 tips to help you be persistent. Keep going. Never give up on your goals or on your dreams. Now remember, go out and dominate your space. This is the Leadership Legacy Radio.